Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the pod. Woo! Yay! <laughs> we, I feel like me and Masa haven't recorded together in a while, just both of us, mm-hmm. because we've been having so many guests on, which is so cool. We have a guest episode coming up next week. We just had a guest episode last week. Yeah, and they're also just like super exciting guests, and yeah. I like really hope you guys enjoy it. Um, yesterday, I mean today when we're recording this we just released an episode with Neha she's like a content creator on TikTok and we had like such a raw very real conversation about mental health and yeah. I feel like a, like a lot of people could relate to it so I feel like you guys should be able to listen I haven't obviously we recorded it and then I haven't listened mm-hmm. to it yet since we recorded it and I sometimes like to go back and listen to episodes because when you're recording you kind of you forget what you say. Like, you're part of the conversation. So I kind yeah. of forget, you know, how the conversation went. And mm-hmm. people have been messaging us, like, the nicest things. And I'm like, I kind of want to go back and listen to it so I can also fully, like, get some more. Remember. Yeah. Yeah, and get some more some more good stuff out of it mm-hmm. and kind of remember what we talked about. Because I, I agree. I don't know. Also, the reception has been so good. I'm so glad people liked it. Mm-hmm. I think it, we got like, it's kind of scary to talk about it is we got pretty deep in that episode (laughs) you know mental health got pretty in depth into our journeys and it's like i was kind of like how are people gonna respond to it no yashika when i was like editing it like i was like this is really deep and it can be a little nerve-wracking to like put that out there because like i don't know what people are going to think about it or like how they're going to be affected by it but i am glad that it's come out so positively yes Mm -hmm. i know and i hope we can do similar conversations with people and i'm so glad that she also shout out to neha for being Being so yeah Yeah. because and i do this every week so we are Mm -hmm. comfortable with long form content and like talking so much about topics and our thoughts and like Mm -hmm. she was so willing to talk about so many different vulnerable yeah it was really cool I mean come to think of it we've been doing this for two years and it's so crazy like how much we've changed since we first started yeah Yeah. I I feel like I was a little bit more nervous in the beginning or just like even nervous to talk about certain things but now I feel like I can just like babble on about anything and it's yeah it's so funny Um, someone asked me the other day they were like does podcasting like make you nervous at all and I'm like honestly not anymore I yeah it used to it really used to at one point but I think we've done it so much that now it's just exciting I Mm -hmm. genuinely I don't feel nervous anymore doing it I used to I really used to Mm -hmm. we can literally just turn on the mic and just like start talking and it's like okay like what's what's the deal (laughs) I know but I'm so excited to sit down which just uh, it's so it's also nice mm-hmm. when it's just both of us like a little you know in between it's really cool yeah it's like a catch up for us because you know. yeah <laughs> me and Manasa both got on today and we both were wearing the exact same outfit literally <laughs> the same outfit you know I was about to put on a necklace too and I was like it's okay let's have one differentiation that's so because you knew I was about to wear some necklaces I always I always stack the jewelry. that's so funny <laughs> I mean we always have been like this like. I remember when we lived in London and we'd like walk out of our rooms and wearing like such a similar outfit. Crazy. Very crazy. Um, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I guess another thing that has been good is just like the weather and the mood that it's like put me in. I'm realizing that like the part of the reason why I was kind of like upset and mad all the time was because of the weather and the fact that like it would get dark so easily. And I was like, this is why I was feeling this way that I didn't realize. (laughs) I genuinely feel like spring is such a unique experience for every single person. I don't care if you believe in spirituality, if you believe Mm -hmm. in energy, you experience a New York spring or like a spring like on the East Coast and you're like, no, I get it. The energy just shifted. The energy (laughs) just shifted. Everyone is outside. Everyone's doing picnics. Everyone's walking around getting ice cream. It's like the happiest people can possibly be. (laughs) And it genuinely feels like, not to be corny, but it feels like, oh, like things are new now. Like it's a new Mm -hmm. start. Like, because like everything feels so fresh, just feels new. Like I just feel like, okay, Mm -hmm. reset, reset. It feels like a reset with when you see all the flowers. It just feels Mm -hmm. so good. I love it. I agree. And I guess like another thing like is you just like want to spend more time outside and just like it's so relaxing. Like I just sit outside like watch the skyline or like I don't know yesterday I went on a bike ride for like an hour and that was just like so peaceful like the wind blowing in your hair. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, I I love the spring and the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of happiness. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think my two favorite seasons are spring and fall. Mm-hmm. Because it's so much happening with like trees and flower. I just love like the nature aspect of it and just seeing the <laughs> shift like around me. But I don't know. Such a good spring. All the flowers have just been be putting me in the best mood ever. Mm-hmm. Like really change. Yeah, really helping. Yeah, so spring in the city. <laughs> it's so <laughs> yeah, we just had technical difficulties and we have come back. So mm-hmm. uh, I was going to say, though, it's so fun for like the first warm day in the city when like mm-hmm. you suddenly see the life. It's also kind of frustrating because there's the lines are so bad. Like, I feel like I think I've tried to do this past week. Oh, like hard to get a rise, line, everything. I think it's just been so crowded this week, but mm-hmm. for good reason. That is true. Um, last week it was like 80 degrees for three days straight. And I think I like literally refused to leave the apartment. Like after work, I was like, I went about like, I'm not yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, I, like, exactly. Do things or, like picnic. Like literally I was like, everyone come outside. <laughs> I know it was really yeah. fun. I love yeah. the warm weather. Um, but yeah, I think one of my favorite things to do when the weather gets warm is like literally just have a picnic or like sit outside and like just enjoy the weather because it's just like. Especially because New York is surrounded by water. I feel like it starts to get like so breezy at night and it's like perfect summer night vibes. Um, Honestly, summer nights are so undefeated. I think Mm -hmm. it's one of my favorite feelings when it's Mm -hmm. like you're in a sweatshirt and shorts and it's like a little breezy and the sun Mm -hmm. is going down. Uh, It's my favorite feeling ever. (laughs) And you go to get ice cream late at night. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a good feeling. That's Uh, true because I think it was Thursday and it was like 10 p.m. and we're like walking around and I'm like, it feels weird that it's dark and I'm not wearing a jacket and like freezing to death. Like I'm fine. I was wearing like a dress and I was like fine. Um, I love a good sweatshirt or crew neck and shorts combo with some sneakers. Mm-hmm. It's just my favorite thing. I just love, oh, I love being able to like, <laughs> again, walk out in shorts. Like, honestly, living on the East Coast gives you whiplash. It's like, 
cold warm and I still feel like it's gonna be cold a couple more days but ugh, it's just such a good feeling I'm so excited for the mm-hmm. warm warm weather coming up honestly I'm so excited too um I guess like how's your week been how's your past two weeks been because I feel like we haven't recorded together in a while yeah just both yeah. of us and like mm-hmm. done a little recap mm-hmm. um what's been going on like I said been honestly doing a lot I feel like I spent so much money this past week because <laughs> I literally went out to do something every day. So mm-hmm. it was like money, 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 money. But, <laughs> money, um, money, money, money. <laughs> I went to, a, I tried Sona for the first time, which is Priyanka Chopra's restaurant, which was mm-hmm. really cool. How was it, it? I hadn't heard the best things, but I was like, I'll try it. I think it was, it was good. It was good. I think the drinks were good. The food definitely wasn't, didn't change my life, but mm-hmm. it was it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Back for the drinks, I think, or some apps, like so, like one or two of the dishes. I would go back for a little bit, but like nothing was like I need to go back for that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was fun. It's not like soothe when you're like constantly thinking about the. Yeah, no, no, it's not like soother, but it was still good. And then yeah, just taking measure of the weather, got, gone to some nice rooftops. Um, I was talking to Mahasa, work has been slow mm-hmm. <laughs> again lately, so just that. But yeah, not much, not much else. What about you? Well, your outfits have been slaying. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you very much. The cowboy boots and the black dress, that was so good. That's when I went to uh, Sona. Sona. But I wanted, I've been trying to incorporate more like indo-western mm-hmm. vibes i i had like this really cool choker i got from india which i wore in the outfit mm-hmm. and it was so fun it was like kind of edgy too i was like damn <laughs> <laughs> it was funny um okay i guess my week has been also a lot of like going outside i think i also spent a lot of money this past week and weekend mm-hmm. <laughs> i was also just like outside it's so funny because like I always do this thing where like, okay, so I didn't have any groceries and yeah. for some reason I felt the urge to go grocery shopping Friday night, even though I know on the weekend I'm like always eating out. I'm like, yeah. why did I do that? But yeah. I was just walking by Trader Joe's and decided to go in, get one thing and came back <laughs> out with like a week's worth of groceries. And then because you get excited, you're like, oh, yeah. that looks good. That looks good. Maybe yeah. I think I need this. So then you just like put stuff in your cart. But um, yeah, it's been good. I've been like, just like tapping into like working out a lot which has been really good for like my mental health and also just like it just makes me feel good so I've just been really loving that um like doing a lot of pilates which has been really good I moved up a spring in solid core so now I do like the next one (laughs) and that was like a big achievement for me (laughs) because what was happening is because I've gone, I think, twenty five times now. So it's been, it's been, a, it's been a lot of classes. And the first spring was starting to get like less challenging. I stopped like sweating as much after class. And I was like talking to my friend about it, and she was like, "Just like move up a spring. It's like you don't have to wait until you're at twenty five classes to yeah. like move up the spring." And I was like, "You're right." So I did it. It was challenging, but it like made me feel that like I could do it, um, yeah. and it, like push myself. So. that's so cool to feel like you're making progress too to Mm -hmm. be like oh I'm getting better I know I went from like falling in the pit on my second class to (laughs) you know progress cool (laughs) that's so fun um 
but other than that, nothing crazy. I'm going to Chicago this weekend, which I'm really excited about. Um, I'm taking another like 6 a.m. flight, which honestly, I don't mind because I feel like you just get it over with in the morning and you're at your destination. Take it out. Everything's fine. Um, yeah. I forgot I went to afternoon tea yesterday and literally had the best day of my life. Such a good day. <laughs> Where did you go? We went, it's like an area near Columbus Circle, Central Park. It's super richy rich area. Like mm-hmm. the Trump Tower is there. The Plaza mm-hmm. Hotel is right there. Mm-hmm. The Ritz Carlton, like all Gucci, like all of the Bergdorf, Bergdorf Goodman. I can't even say it. Mm-hmm. Everything is there. We went, my one of my best friends and I went to went to afternoon tea, had the best time. If you know me, I love a good afternoon tea. I've been wanting to go forever, mm-hmm. had a little finger sandwiches, had our scones and clotted cream the best mm-hmm. day. Then we walked around. I got like a New York print. And then this girl was writing poems like on the spot. So I got myself a little poem. I had such a good day. And then I came back. It was you know, really it fun. Looked- what were you going to say? far for you? An hour to get there and an hour uh, to come back. But it was worth it. It was like a Sunday. I is it because it was like money. Upper West – like not Upper West Side, but it's like per higher. It was like 58th Street. Yeah. So it took me forever and like all the trains, like the subway I had to wait for, the path I had to wait for. It took me a while mm. to get there. But it was worth it. I had such a good day. Mm. That sounds really good. I mean the high two look like really good, like really like yeah. like an authentic high tea, the I vibe. <laughs> Uh, did you get your favorite like earl gray with it or what did you get no i tried like a white peony tea Mm. it was really yum were the pastries Uh, good too yeah they were Mm -hmm. and i still have some leftovers we got um i took some home and i ate some this morning with my morning tea and i still have like one red velvet cake left or something i know i saw your story it was such a vibe Oh my god, it's so good. I love it. I think in my future home I need to have a tea parlor or like a tea <laughs> a high tea I, corner or something. A high yeah. tea corner, totally, totally. Like I realized how much I enjoy it. I need yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally valid. I mean, it like I feel like the vibe and then like the energy that it brings you is just like so fun. I need to have one of those I'm I'm actually gonna buy myself when I in my future home one of those three tiered like things so I can like put, yeah so I can put my little all my food on it like I just love the experience of drinking some tea of mm-hmm. like eating food and I think tea has always been nostalgic for me maybe that's why I love it like tea has always been something my family drinks like a connecting thing my mom and I always drink tea together in the morning when mm-hmm. I'm at home like it's always been a thing that I we talk over tea we sit all t- done together so it's always been good vibes and it was just such a good time I yeah. it was really fun I love that. And yesterday was also just like a beautiful day. It was. Everyone yeah. was out as well. Mm-hmm. It was so nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um had woken up that day with like no plans because I was trying to like have a chill chiller weekend, I would say. I mean, it didn't end up being chill. Mm-hmm. But started um, with that intention. <laughs> yeah. I've been sleeping in a little bit more on the weekends and it's been kind of nice. Like yesterday I rolled out of bed at eleven which is so crazy for me. Wow. I know. That is so <laughs> But you know what it was? Like I could have woken up at eight, but I was also like, I don't really have much to do. Like why don't I just mm-hmm. let myself sleep and rest? Totally. It's like, yeah. like why? Yeah. Um, I already was so busy during the week. Like why not just let myself sleep? So that was nice. And then uh, went on a spontaneous bike ride with my roommate to like Prospect Park area, which was really nice. It took like an hour to get there. Um, but it was really nice. And then we went to a little cupcake bake shop. And yeah. I always get the same cake whenever I'm there. But this time, I tried a new one. And it was, like, 
You know those like hostess cakes with like the white cream on them? Yeah. It was literally that in a oh, cake. Wow. It was crazy. It like tasted exactly the same. It was amazing. Um, wow. I came back and they took a nap, Ishika. Like, <laughs> what is going happening? on? I don't know. I guess I'm like it's stepping into like my like rest era. You I don't are. know. <laughs> you are. What is going on? I came back and I was like, I'm just gonna like take a nap. And I just took a nap. It was really nice. I woke up, made dinner, like. Wow. Great. For some context, Monica is not a napper. She usually wakes up like 7 a.m. like on every day. We like, too. It's yeah. so, that's so crazy. That's so unlike you. I know. Nice. <laughs> um, but cool. yeah, my weekend has just been a lot of outside, a lot of eating food outside a lot. Um, but it's been good. Nice. Been I'm good. so excited to get into the episode, the, what mm-hmm. we want to talk about, which is <laughs> The Love is Blind, what the Love is Blind finale slash reunion when we're recording this, the reunion just came out today mm-hmm. because everyone knows what happened with it not coming up live. You know, it was the craziest thing. I like remember I, I logged on to Netflix on my laptop and I was like ready to watch. Like, you know, like I had my tea, like I was excited and I literally had it open for like an hour and it was not working. I was on TikTok and like everyone was like, why is it not working? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I thought it was just so crazy to me because it's like such a big company. Like the chances of that happening was like I didn't think like it was even possible. But I guess it makes sense because they've only ever done it, you know, it once. I know. Yeah. It does make sense. However, I think it was a little bit of a mistake on their part to try mm-hmm. like no one asked for it to be live. Like mm-hmm. you did that. You <laughs> messed up. So I just feel like they, should, they didn't have to rush it. Like they should they have just didn't. worked out the kinks before they committed to doing such a big live event yeah but whatever um this season was crazy as Mm -hmm. usual like every other season in the past yeah crazy but this season i guess like i guess we can like recap the season and then also like the finale because um i feel like there's like a lot that went on during the season and also after and it's just talks a lot about like relationships between like like romantic relationships but also just like relationships between girls and guys and like how people interact with each other is just like mm-hmm. so insane and I feel like mm-hmm. we just like really wanted to unpack that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. totally mm-hmm. I also actually I kind of like a lot of the couples like the reunion kind of turned me I, mm-hmm. I do think the live reunion was good in the sense like they edited it way less and I like that format because it felt like we're actually getting the unfiltered version. version and I really feel like a lot of the couples or people a lot of people redeemed have started to redeem themselves like I don't know I think Kwame and Chelsea really like have been winning me over mm. in recent times before the reunion even happened he posted a really sweet Instagram mm-hmm. being like this is my like woman and like stop everyone you only saw like a part of it and I'm like yes stick up for your relationship I like them Bliss and Zach have also been winning me over like I I, know (laughs) they're actually so cute together they are they are I've been seeing all the TikToks too and like people are like slay like literally what they were saying was just like so articulated and just like you can just see the way they look at each other it's just like so cute it's like calm Mm mm-hmm like aura yes and the way they look at each other and it's just so heartwarming something about them has me cheesing Mm -hmm. it's like 
so cute. And then obviously Brett and Tiffany. When I saw Brett and Tiffany's finale, like when she walks down the aisle, like their actual wedding episode, mm-hmm. walks down the aisle and they say yes. I was I had the biggest grin on my face the whole time. It was mm-hmm. also so amazing how everyone in the in their part, wedding party and everyone attending was like rooting for them. You could see the families like just supporting them. Ah, it just warmed my heart so much. That I know. Their just had me in my feelings. I know. Um, I guess like another thing that was just so interesting about this season. I do feel like there was like more drama than usual. I mean. I, I think every season has had a lot of drama, but I think this one just had like a different kind of drama. I feel like this was like the one of the more times when like some of the girls in the season were just kind of like there was more divide between all of yes, them. I don't think that's true. been there before. Um, I just remember from like Deep D season, like all the girls were like pretty close and, you know, something like that. Also, what's so crazy is that I went to the Love is Blind pop-up that they had in the city like two weeks ago. It was so random. It was like after work one day and we had just gone and I saw Deep D there. I saw Bliss there. I saw Kwame there and I saw Bartiz. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's so interesting to like see them in person also. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Bliss is gorgeous, first of all. She is. Yeah. She, <laughs> I don't even like – I just love her. I just think I she is such a sweet, articulate – kind ah check 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 I like that I love that woman Mm -hmm. but um going into like what you were saying about some of the I guess female relation women relationships like Mm -hmm. and how that played out what are your thoughts on the whole specifically on the whole like Micah Irina Mm -hmm. kind of side of it I feel like from the start of the season um Micah and Irina were kind of just like I just remember the specific scene in general when I don't remember that girl's name, but she was like crying on the couch because of like she has just left one of the dates and and Irina was just like comforting her in the beginning. And like as soon as like Micah walks in, she's like, like what like what is happening? Like, yeah. like giving looks. And I was like, that is so rude. You're literally comforting her and like behind her back are just like I don't know why she's crying. Like, I just thought that was really rude. And it was just like crazy to me, like how sometimes girls can just be like so mean to each other when it comes to like that competitiveness or like it could be like a projection of her insecurities or something like that. But I don't know. I feel like that was like a major point. And then throughout the season, there was always a divide between like those two girls and like everyone else. Like you can see in like so many of the clips, it would just be like them talking and then like the rest of the girls are like on the other side, like talking about themselves. Um, and yeah. I think a lot of people felt triggered by that. Like a lot of women watching that, I think felt triggered. Like I, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Cause a lot of us have been in, on the receiving end mm-hmm. of that. And you kind of know, like high school, you know, you've been in the situation where, like, where you feel like, it's like seeing a bully in real life yeah. or like on the screen and like observing it from like a third person. It's like, wait a minute. Like it's so crazy that people like act like that towards other women. Or just mean yeah. girls in general. Like I think mm-hmm. a lot of us have experienced that, you know, mm-hmm. like someone being mean to you for no reason or literally mm-hmm. no reason. And I, it was just sad. I, and I think at the reunion, they both apologized. Mm-hmm. Um, Irina they did her best. She, I think she got booed a lot. 
like people were booing her um, i know i saw it all over tiktok there's so much shade towards her it was crazy but i do think that they made a good point where like i don't think we need to give more hate than just having to see that having the world see that version of you is a really is like hate enough like i think she you know she's like, you know she's heard it yeah must be going through it after having seen that and she looked like she was and yeah. she said so i don't know i don't think we need to give it like we don't need to hate on her but i do think that we need to be mindful like let's yeah. lift each other up that was like encourage so her growth yeah yeah instead of like reminding her of like what happened like encourage like what she could learn from it but that was really hard to watch as a woman like kind of having you know kind of having seen that just think it's a good reminder to because yeah because someone else is succeeding or because someone else is like winning doesn't take that doesn't mean the absence of you being able to succeed yeah and I think that's a good reminder we don't need to compete with each other in that way Mm -hmm. I totally agree and it happens a lot more than we think you know I think growing up or just like in general I think sometimes people can you know I think they it's either like a competitive thing because like sometimes or women or just like people in general um can sometimes feel like she has that why don't I have that and that can like sort of unleash those feelings of like competitiveness or like wanting to be mean to other person because they're like that's the only response I could have at the moment but like Ishika just said I feel like the biggest thing that you could do in these scenarios is just like lift each other up and or just like use it as like a way of inspiration just because someone has something doesn't mean you can't have it too or you can have it in a different way I think Mm -hmm. you can only benefit from it if you use it as inspiration rather than like knocking someone down because then that's only hurting yourself totally and I every time I feel like seasons like this or like a show comes out it's just I feel like we get so comfortable trolling people on social media like Mm -hmm. like I just feel so bad like they're literally normal people like imagine doing and obviously you're signing up knowing that it's gonna happen but then I think experiencing the world seeing you and an edited version that you have no control over mm-hmm. must be very hard. And I just feel so bad sometimes for the way that we treat figures, like public figures. Mm-hmm. We're just people in general on social media. It's it's insane. So I don't know. It, it did hurt my heart. Like even seeing like my Katharina and I feel like she was really emotional. It's just it's hard emotional. to see someone in pain, you know? Yeah. It's because it's, it's no. hard for them and they know, they know. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about, I guess, what happened between Paul and Micah uh, at the at the finale? Like how she kind of made him go first and how he said at their wedding, mm-hmm. she, uh, she was, they were, they asked Micah, right? Do you, like, will you accept him, whatever, as her husband? Yeah, yeah. And she said, no, you go first to oh. Paul. And he went first and said no. Interesting. It was really interesting. I personally feel like the reunion didn't do a great job. I feel like it doesn't give us a lot. I feel like in the past two, when they've done like after the altars or reunions, yeah, they don't they don't give what they need to be giving. And I don't know if it's the host, the production team. I'm a little confused. I feel like I got no closure on the whole. I don't on understand. That scene. In the reunion too, I don't understand why they broke up, why they were even together in the first place. Then apparently they dated after the show. Oh. And I still don't understand why they broke up after that. Nothing made sense to me about them. It it really was confusing. And I think Paul made some comments of saying how Micah is not maternal enough. 
And it's just interesting. It is, the whole thing was interesting. I don't think they're fully compatible in the first place. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, but, it was, it was kind of weird ever since the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Um, like their interaction with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kept saying like he's used to a granola type of girl and that she's not that, <laughs> you know? So I think for him even, he was just like, it was a different type of girl than what he's used to. And he was, she was probably like, this is a different type of guy that I'm used to. What and do that- you think of Micah's friend, like Shelby and kind of that friendship and how she treated Paul? I don't know. I feel like how your friends kind of treat your significant others definitely goes to show a lot, but it's also just like, I don't know if I was with a significant other and say my friends like did not like them. I just, or like felt weird about it. I don't know if I would like want them to directly like target them like there, then and there, like you can pull me aside later and let me know that you don't like him or like Mm. there's an issue, but like, I think targeting someone or like, making them feel uncomfortable or like questioning them a little too much can make the situation just like really a lot worse. And it's not creating that boundary because it's for the person that's in the relationship to decide whether or not they want to be on it, not your friends. And I think sometimes it's hard when you watch a show like this, it's like how much of it is the truth of what happened and how much of it is edited. Right. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'm like, okay, but he did seem uncomfortable. He did seem, Mm -hmm. and I think you made a really good point. It's like, you can, you can express concerns, but maybe let's not make it so obvious Yeah, like, right away. <laughs> like, let me know in private and then I'll figure yeah. it out, you know? But like, I agree. Not in, it makes a whole scene and makes it bigger than it needs to be, I think. I agree. That's yeah. a good, that's a really good point. And, and I think that's a good, and I definitely would want my girlfriends to tell me if they didn't like the person I was mm. with. I would. I would too. It's it's like a really sticky situation because like um I feel like it's like you want to tell someone that they don't like their significant other, but it's also like you don't want your friend to think that it's so tough. It's but I think yeah. you know, I I definitely think like I guess my opinion on it is to express concern, but I feel like it's like you can't tell them to like specifically what to do. Agree. Yeah. It's so sticky. I feel like I've heard, listened to a podcast literally about this like a week ago and she was saying like um like she didn't like one of her friends like significant others and she was like I didn't know how to tell her so I just like didn't but then when they broke up she was like why didn't you tell me and it's like it's hard. Yeah. I also think this is what I've always thought. I think if you express doubts about someone's significant other Especially while they're fighting. Okay, this has happened to, to me. We're like, what will happen is like people will break up. Or yeah. they'll be in a fight. Where your friend is like upset with their with their partner. They're telling you all the – You know, they're like in a fight. <laughs> this has happened to me, Manasa, with multiple people, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And they're, they're telling you about, oh, like a fight and the bad things that happen. And usually what happens is when – You usually tell your friends about the fights. Yeah. Because right? you go to them when – when you need you're like I need advice yeah right and then what happens is they remember the bad things and then if you express I feel like as a friend if you express concern if they get back together or when they get back together now you're the one who didn't want them to be together that's why I'm always like and you've already said like things that (laughs) and then you're like now I'm their partner thinks that I don't like they don't like me because (laughs) because i don't like them together but it's like it's so sticky that's why i always say to like keep i don't think you should like 
badmouth a person's partner, especially if they're going to get back together because you don't want to be that friend. Yeah, because then you're going to be that friend that like (laughs) said some things. But like also it's not your fault because you were also put in the position to like. But I don't like to. Like I will express concern. But in a fight or like if something like that is happening, I will try my best to to be unbiased. Remain neutral. Remain neutral and not Mm -hmm. say anything, even if I'm thinking it, because First of all, it's not my relationship. I, I, I genuinely believe that, like, you can only judge from the outside. It's that person's happiness. They have to decide yeah. what they want to do. Mm-hmm. I will try to give my opinion in an unbiased way because I, I don't want to be the person that gets ostracized because I said something bad. Not ostracized, <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? Like, I know exactly issues, what you mean. And those issues because you said what you wanted to say and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have said the, I think the best thing to do in this scenario is, like, tell your friend, like, so how do you feel about this? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Question <Yeah>. them. Because <laughs> that's like, because then again, that allows them to like make their own decision about the situation. And I think it's fine to be passionate. Like I think Moss and I have also dealt with like some of our really close friends in relationships mm-hmm. that weren't that great or they were mm-hmm. going and we you know like you have a protective of your friend and sometimes you're like just don't be with him like what is going on why are you like you know <laughs> like I, I care about you so much I think you have to realize that it's their it's like their life and I think as adults it's like very it's very tricky and I think mm-hmm. I have I, just because you wouldn't be in a relationship doesn't mean that they it's not right for them yeah you know I fully believe like it's an individual's journey to figure out how they are in relationships and figure out how other people are um and it sometimes I think obviously like if it was really bad obviously expressed a lot of concern about it um but I think a people just individually just learn a lot about themselves and other people when they're on relationships. And like, it's up to that person to just like really learn from it. Like, even if it's like toxic, like you still learn from it. Um, But also it's important to like get out of those situations, but you know, learning from that is like a huge part of a relationship. Like I think a lot of the times, um, even I have had like situations where I haven't really liked my previous relationships. And I think, even though I didn't like them, I still don't regret them. I feel like I've grown a lot from it and I don't, you know, regret any of the things that I've experienced because, you know, you grow and you learn and then, and in the future, you like know what you want in a partner mm-hmm. and you know when something is toxic, you're like, you put your foot down True. a lot easier. True. Mm-hmm. And I also think sometimes you just need to let the other person come to that conclusion because yeah. telling someone, especially in relationships where you're like, break up with someone or do this and make someone do the opposite you know what I mean like let them sometimes you just need the other person to learn it on their own and if they're gonna they're gonna come to the conclusion let them come to it so they fully believe it and then it's gonna stick you know like I just don't think you can force someone to do something and expect them to believe it and understand all you can do is be a supportive best friend (laughs) that's literally exactly exactly I I agree okay another question how do you feel about like Jackie and Marshall and Josh, have you seen what's going on there? How do you feel about it? Have you watched that part? Mm-mm. <laughs> I think it's interesting. I, I don't really love how Jackie handled the whole thing. And I, mm-hmm. I just feel – I find it really uncomfortable. Oh, wait. I did. Yeah. Because I she's like, – yeah. Go, 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 yeah. go, go, go. Yeah. I feel like it was a little bit of emotional cheating. And yeah. I, and I and according to her, it's like, okay, the timelines didn't fully match. Like, she went – to Josh the day after she broke up with Marshall but mm-hmm. even Marshall's in the reunion he's like so what like we were still engaged and then mm-hmm. you were thinking about someone being 
tire time. time. Like enough that the next day you're got into a relationship with someone else. It, it just, uh, I, it rubbed me the wrong way. I feel like she didn't fully take accountability. I don't feel mm-hmm. like she took accountability for everything. I, I didn't, think- I didn't like her energy. I was not a fan. I think emotional cheating is like honestly just as bad as like physical cheating, maybe even a little bit worse because you like actually form these like emotional feelings for someone and maybe even get into the point where like you're like like them or like love them or even, you know, that kind of thing. Um, So I do think it's very sticky and the timelines, like you said, didn't really match up. And it it sucks because I feel like in the beginning it looked like such a beautiful – relationship yeah. but I also just love Marshall I don't yeah. know I don't know if he just got a good edit or <laughs> I, I just feel like he's such a sweet, such sweet man yeah and it was just hard to watch I, I just don't think it very feels, emotionally available yeah it feels mm. to me like she wasn't ready for that show and I think yeah. what happens sometimes is with Netflix is you apply for a show and they put you on another one like she could have you know what I'm trying to say like oh, they, put you they do the that pool. yes they put you um. in the talent pool so she, I think she I don't think she was ready for that show. I'd feel that way. I don't think she's ready to get married. And obviously it's not how am I going to fully know that. But it just seems like Netflix, let's do better about casting people. Like I thought they were trying to do that. Trying mm-hmm. to cast older people. But still like we need to – the emotional maturity. Sometimes you're just not ready. You have yeah. more growing to do. You have more learning to do. Mm-hmm. Let's not cast those people on a show about getting married. I, I know. know. It sucks because like I – fully could like understand how she was feeling too because she was probably so used to like not as good relationships in the past and I just like wanted to like just look at her and be like you deserve this like you deserve someone to treat you well and it's like I think when someone's going through that or like they haven't grown they just like don't they won't accept that like someone can treat them as what that but I kind of like I've related to her but like Mm -hmm. not in the sense of what she was doing but have you ever had like a bad habit even emotionally, you cannot yeah. like a physical, but you know, you have like a bad habit or the way that you default to. Yeah, we like all have watching, these toxic traits. <laughs> watching her do it, I was like, oh, I, I'm kind of recognizing it in myself. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think it's in different ways. It's definitely not the same way that comes out in her, but like I was watching it being like, oh my God, like the frustration I felt at her. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, w- I hope that I can like take this and kind of apply it to myself sometimes when you're in that moment and you're going sometimes I think our mind just defaults that same path the same pattern the same yeah. habit to kind of change it it's hard it's really hard mm-hmm. and you're kind of watching on your face or rest and you're like why can't mm-hmm. you just see it's you know? so true because I even feel like I have gone gone through that similar situation with her because I feel like I was so used to like boys being annoying like you know <laughs> dating in the city or it's just annoying you know you get ghosted they don't respond as well or like when you go on a date it's just like not even great or like they don't want anything serious so out of it that, yeah. so you get used to that and you feel like people are only like that and then when you find someone, it's like, why are they being so nice to me? <laughs> there must be an issue. <laughs> yeah. The self-sabotage, um, I could relate. And I think we all can at some aspect. And it was just mm-hmm. like hard to watch because you know you've done it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, we've all done it in some we've ways. We've all, yeah. You know I've had I mean? to like literally journal about it and be like, you deserve this. Yeah. <laughs> like, because like Stop sometimes it's hard. It. To, yeah. yeah. Even in like relationships with a friend sometimes, we get like, we're like, how can I have like such amazing friends around me? Like, do I deserve this imposter decision with friendships or even work? So many things. But I think we just have to remind ourselves that like we've done the work. We deserve this now. I know. Yeah. I know. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I think that's a really powerful like statement and powerful take on, on the, all of that. But I just don't think she was ready 
and yeah. the whole thing just ah, I felt a little icky but mm-hmm. I don't know um, Marshall's also cousins with Justin from The Bachelor really you know, do you know wait who Justin? who's Justin from The Bachelor he hangs out with like Andrew Spencer oh and- <laughs> they're cousins they're first cousins I'm obsessed Oh and I've been God. following Justin for the longest. Like I've had the biggest. Wait, Justin Glaze, yeah. the painter dude. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, the same last name. <laughs> Literally first cousins. <laughs> I'm obsessed because I, I love Justin. Me too. I haven't had the biggest crush on him for so long. I've been following him on Instagram for so long, and then he posted about the because and I was like, this makes sense. <laughs> Oh my god, he's so such I a love cutie. your whole family there. I just have crushes on all of you. That's cool. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Oh my god, that's so funny. I feel like, mm. do you think like that helped him like get casted? Because they're like, oh, know. yeah. I have no idea. Maybe. That's mm. funny that they both are on reality TV. I literally follow this group of boys Justin, yeah. Greg, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> because they're so funny. Yeah. They're so fun. They're really fun. Oh my god, uh, Justin does these like um martini uh, espresso martini reviews on his story. Oh really? I don't, I don't think I've really watched them. He occasionally will do it and he'll be like three times. You're right. Nine out of ten. Right. You're right. I do remember that. That's so funny. And no. um Andrew does rom com reviews. I don't follow he, like, Andrew. He one time reviewed wedding season. <laughs> and I was like, this is so funny. He like reviews so many rom coms. So he probably That's just watches really them funny. in his free time. That's really funny. Um, but yeah, no, Marshall really had my heart. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of who else we haven't talked about. I think the last is Brett and Tiffany. But those, mm-hmm. I, feel like, I feel like there's not much to say. And I definitely think they, I think what happens is they have to have like, they can only show so much. So they can't show every couple's ups and downs. Story. So, yeah. Like, I just felt like they showed such a one dimensional aspect of Brett and Tiffany. And honestly, I love them together, but I wish we got to know them a little more. Because like, like get deeper see, with them. We yeah. didn't see any which obviously you have like mm-hmm. we didn't see any of any of the things that they went through mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad they're like I mean their relationship started like so health I feel like so, they're just like so healthy it's it just like looked it looked so just cute and I maybe maybe they didn't have any like too much drama that they felt like they didn't need it as much screen time as like other people because you know reality TV will just like focus on the bad stuff. I think that's what it is. And I, I yeah. think that's what it is. Totally. And I think he even talked about on the reunion how he also lived in Portland, like Kwame. Mm. And they didn't they didn't really show that part of their like that issues that they had uh in their relationship. However, I like I think Brett is such an attractive man. Can we yes. Just- Wait, it's also because of the way he talks about Tiffany. Yes. Because, like, since the beginning, he's like, she's so beautiful. Like, look at her. Like, isn't, <laughs> isn't it funny sometimes how men in relationships become more attractive? Because you're like, mm-hmm. oh, so you do know how to treat someone else. Literally. Like, like when you see them treat someone else well, you're like, suddenly you're attractive. I know. He literally would, like, praise her. And it's like, as you should. She's beautiful. <laughs> I also just, I, I think also it was really cool when he talked about his career journey. I think mm-hmm. that was a really cool thing. And I'm glad they left that in. Mm-hmm. And they kind of talked about how, where he came from and stuff. I'm so glad they showed that about I his agree. past. Because as someone who's like, me and Miles were talking about it before we started recording too. Someone who's like struggling career-wise. A lot of us like in our early 20s are, in our early mid-20s. A lot of Manasa and I and our friends are. It's like so cool to see how he was able to follow his passions, kind of figure yeah. out and succeed. And figure out just, what he wanted. 
Yeah. Such an, it was a really cool story. I liked the story a lot. It really shows that it's never too late to like go after what you wanted. Like say you're doing one career path for five years or something. It doesn't mean that you can switch and do something else if you feel like you want to or you feel called to something else. Um, I've seen or like some of my coworkers like started on a completely different industry. And after five years, they realized, you know what, like that's just not for me. I'm unhappy. Like I don't like the culture. I don't like how much they work. And then they go like complete 180 to a completely different industry. And it like mm. really shows you like you can make that switch if you mm. want to. I yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. It was, I think he had a really cool story. I also think Zach's story was so interesting to hear mm-hmm. about his background. Did you do you remember his background? I don't remember. His mom was a stripper and like Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. And the, he also what he posted, went through. He posted mm-hmm. stuff on his Instagram story talking about like his relationship with her and, mm-hmm. and forgiving your parents' grace. And I actually Zach has grown on me so, so much. So much. He's very mature, I do think so. And you know, I it was so crazy. I think when they first got to like that resort um, and he like wasn't – he was like trying so hard to like make it work and like feel – With Irina? Yeah, because like I think in the beginning – you know, I think in the beginning he probably took the cartoon thing as like a joke, but I think it like really affected him later on because like he kept, kept talking about it. Like he, she called me a cartoon character and stuff like that. I think it kind of – struck to him or even the fact that like he was trying to be affectionate with her and he wasn't really getting that back I like I felt bad for him in moments because you can tell that he was trying and he was doesn't it kind of show that it's not about you sometimes it's just yeah, about the relationship that you're in like it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with you you're just not in the right relationship or not yeah. with the right person mm-hmm. I think that was a really cool lesson from their mm-hmm. whole story too I do. I agree. Um, because I think even from the beginning, even when they first saw each other, you could tell that they weren't very compatible, just how like they were responding to each other. Okay. I've seen so many clips on TikTok and everyone's like, look how awkward <laughs> like they're saying hi to each other. Like Irina didn't even want him to give her a kiss. Like mm-hmm. it was like that. Um, and I also think their whole story kind of shows that it's never – well, let's not say never, but like it, you can still, you can make mistakes and mm-hmm. you can figure it out. Like he kind of, he says he made the wrong decision and then mm-hmm. he kind of acted out of fear and then he kind yeah. of fixed it. Like you can, like, I think things aren't as good or bad so, as we see. Yeah. yeah and yeah, things are not solidified. Yeah. Yes. And I think if I'm honestly, like I'm not in the position to say like how they fully felt in those pods. But I think if you're given two weeks to decide who you're on and you're going on so many dates with so many people, like it's, it, it's tough to like yeah. make that right decision. I, and honestly, like I gave him a lot of props of like changing that decision afterwards yeah. and realizing because that probably takes a lot of courage to like do that. And yeah. being able to overcome the fear mm-hmm. and, and then committing. And yeah. yeah. It was really cool to see their story too. And I just think he has a really crazy background. And I'm glad they showed more of that, like this season. They did show a little bit more about the background and kind of how what the hard stories behind some of these people they showed about Kwame's mm-hmm. relationship with his mom. Yeah. And like actual was- stories of the people. Yeah. yeah. Which, was really, which was really interesting to see how, like, kind of what shaped them, which I think was a really cool addition as well. I. I agree. Mm-hmm. Overall, very drama season, but as are always the other yeah. seasons as well. Yeah. You know, it's so crazy that um, I did hear a lot of backlash about um, the hosts. Yeah, 
I don't like Nick and Vanessa. Yeah. I feel like they didn't like, like you were mentioning before, like fully answer the questions that we needed to be answered as viewers. It was just they, weird. They, they, they I feel like energy. they try to like create like an open table kind of and let people speak. I totally understand that. But I think you also need to ask the right questions so that so many people like can get closure and like understand what's going on. I think Vanessa brings a weird energy. I'm not gonna mm. lie. I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> she was talking about like I feel like she was pressuring them the whole reunion Monica, when you watch it, she was like, Are you guys having kids? When is when are we gonna have a kid? Like when are we gonna have a love husband? And I'm like, this is so weird. You're like an auntie. You really felt like an auntie. <laughs> an auntie asking questions like when are you getting married? When are you, you really having kids? Like an auntie, like, <laughs> Like, I just, I did not like her energy. I don't yeah. love her takes. I definitely don't love her takes. I don't agree with a lot of what she says. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's not always impartial. And if you're yeah. going to be a host, you should be. I don't love her as a host. I think they could do with some new ones, but I don't know. Let's see yeah. what happens in the future. I do think there's going to be one more season because I feel like I heard that they filmed five seasons, but I could be wrong. But we'll see. We'll have to see. We'll see. I guess my last question, do you think this is something that you could ever do? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I think I'm too much of a planner to yeah. make such an impulsive decision. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I also don't like the fact that my family wouldn't have met them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that would be very hard for me. I 100% agree. And also because I wouldn't ha- be able to have the wedding that I want to have. That too. That too. I would be like part two, take two. I'm doing another wedding after this yeah. wedding. And I feel like you can after yeah. because you can't invite everyone you want and it's rushed. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just feel like it's so hard if you don't see my real life, you don't see my friends, you don't meet my family. Like, how am I supposed to? And you haven't, like, lived with the other person for that long. Also, like, you don't even know them that well. There's probably still things that you don't know about someone, like, after, Uh, yeah, that, it's like one month, right? uh, I think around that. that, Yeah. It's definitely a matter of weeks. I don't know if it's, like, six weeks, four weeks. That's so crazy to me. Because I also, like, cannot make a decision like that. I feel like it would take me years to, like, figure out such a big decision yeah um but honestly props to people for like going on the show honestly i didn't know like you said that they just get put put into a talent pool and then get decided to put they on that. do i mean you apply for a show but the, but netflix is like a big pool yeah. so you're applying like when you apply i can use the same application to apply for the circle and love is blind um, um, i can just tick check take a bunch so they're kind of putting you in a larger pool you're not so married to the show mm-hmm. and then they kind of place you that's really crazy yeah it is very, very crazy but props to people who can go on it but i definitely cannot could be me. <laughs> no could not be me <laughs> um okay um i hope you guys enjoyed our little love is Bind recap as Ishika and I were mentioning before, we have a lot of fun episodes and a lot of fun guest episodes. So definitely go give those a listen. I mean, I loved recording them. So I hope you guys love listening to that as well. And as always, um, definitely go give us five stars on Apple. I mean, Apple and Spotify. It definitely helps us a lot. And I've seen that some of you guys have been doing it. So just keep on doing that. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for listening. And you'll hear us next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.